0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode two thirty nine for the week of September twenty second, twenty twelve. It's TGS week, and we're here with all the latest and greatest RPG news for you. With me to report on this is, of course, Michael Tidwell. That'd be me. That'd be you, Anna Marie Newfeld.
1: That would be me.
2: That'd
0: be you, and John Yerworth.
2: That would be me if I remember to keep my microphone unmuted. Yes.
1: <laughs> usually
2: usually
3: a good issues. plan and all that stuff. Usually, if you actually want to talk to us. Mm. Yes. So, uh, okay. Big week,
0: lots of news, lots of TGS stuff. But first, what have we been playing in this week of Japanese goodness? We have, of course, been playing, I think everybody's playing like weird indie games.
3: Well, no. And Torchlight. And Torchlight too. yep. It's so. like, that's not quite an indie
0: game. <laughs> lots of Western gaming going on here.
3: Yeah, pretty much. I did right. think about playing 132, but I didn't go back to it. I thought about it too. We're so good at thinking.
0: Yeah, well, then I I sat down and played more FTL. Yeah, sir. All right, so <laughs> FTL has been uh, well, there's been a, I put a lot of time into a lot of games, but that's that's the one that keeps trying to pull me back. So we talked about it some last week. This is a little space sim thing where you 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 um you got a little ship and you fly around a map you encounter uh go to random encounters. And you have, what is it, Um, you have to get scrapped to upgrade your ship, you have to power up your systems and people and strategies so that you can defeat randomly spawned enemies that get progressively harder as the game goes on, and you have to eventually get through eight sectors and beat a big old boss at the end, and it's really hard, you don't keep your progress except with, with the exception of a couple ship unlocks for various achievements, and it just likes to kick your butt and makes you come back for more because you're like, oh, I can do it better next time.
3: Or you just thought you had an epic story and you want another one.
0: No, I don't I, I don't think of the story.
3: <laughs> well, no, you make your own story. Like, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I got my mantis, I got my rock, and they're going across, and they are these bad, rad, awesome dudes. And then, you know... They get attacked by this assault drone, and they, oh, they're rushing to the med bay, but they didn't quite make it, and you're just so sad.
0: Yeah, I, I, spent, time, I spent like half an hour training my dudes last night to level two in their yeah. prospective professions, and then a boarding party came and killed two of them. So. <laughs>
3: I actually oh, got Dad. the achievement for no red shirts. Oh. It means I got all the way to the end without killing anyone. Nice. It does mean you have to do a lot of, nope, sorry, you guys are screwed, and then flying away. What do you mean by to the anyone? end?
0: Huh? What do you mean by to the end? Just Did you beat eight. the boss?
3: No. Oh, just you only have to, to get sector? to the boss without people dying. The oh, boss okay. killed killed everybody. Yeah, That's
0: what the boss does. He's very good at that.
3: Well, it didn't really go that bad, except for, um, uh, for some reason I lost two, and I'm trying to remember why. Oh, because they caught on fire. That's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, people do not react well to being on fire. Unless, yeah, unless the rock. they're
3: rocks, because they have Yeah, the rocks voice. are like... I had the rock jumping on fire. That was pretty funny, but the other ones didn't work out so well.
0: So I found a video that shows how to get all the other ships. It's kind of cool. I won't spoil any of them. Um, you know... But I'm not sure it helps.
3: <laughs> it does. Oh, it does like, help? Okay. Um, I, There are some that are just more powerful. Yeah. And there are some that have better builds. Um... I mean, I and think, there are
2: some that are really tricky. Yeah, uh, I think the, uh, starting out with drones was is a nice bonus, actually. On the uh, well, what, yeah. what, I was going to say one of the unlockable ones is one that starts with a cloaking device, but doesn't have any shields.
3: Mm. Oh, yeah. So you just have to be good yeah, with your missile t- timing.
2: It's not really that to- bad.
3: It's so I did wonder something, took- which is, um, when you have the cloaking device and you upgrade it, you just get more time while you're cloaked, right? Yeah, you do. But the build-up time is the same. It doesn't shorten that.
2: I don't think so. I can't So, remember. yeah.
3: I get kind of screwed that way anyway.
0: I, I don't enjoy the cloaking device. I find it difficult to manage.
3: Oh, you just wait the... for the missiles to fire, and then you press the cloak button, and they all fly right past you.
2: <laughs> it's quite useful against the final boss when it uses the uh, its superpower attack things.
3: Yeah, yeah but my yeah, problem it was is it doesn't recharge by the time it's done, if it's a longer, see, that's the part that gets me is the super attack doesn't seem to matter that much the first time. But if I let it run too long, then it hasn't recharged by the time it's ready to do the super attack again. Yeah. So it's like I almost need to cut the power on the cloak when doing that. So I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, that's super attack. Oh. So yeah. mean.
0: Well, I didn't even, I got to the last boss, but I didn't even make it to the super attack.
3: I always get to the second round, and then um, the the super attack with the 15 drones or whatever, I'm just like, uh, I can't handle this. <laughs> and so I try to warp away, and my problem is, is I lose so much in the first battle, I don't have any chance to repair. So I'm like, well, I'm and screwed. The,
0: and the, the randomly placed repair stations in that map are not really close or easy to get to.
3: Also, the uh, randomly... Placed repair stations. By the time I got to the boss, I had been rebel taken over by rebels. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, I, like, the, uh, I I needed those. The main the the way I the way I tackled the boss when the game was still in beta was um it, one of the first times I was successful was um I can't remember quite how I did it. I think it was a combination of um. There's a lot like, of that
0: in this game, by the way. <laughs>
2: I don't know how I did that, but I did it. I'm not sure how that it worked, but it was awesome. a combination of, of weapons that, specific to, that specifically caused hull breaches and stuff like that. And I actually managed to completely depopulate the enemy ship during the first round. Oh, wow. Uh, still- by basically 54. annihilating their oxygen plant and then keeping it dead for a <laughs> while. For a long time. Well, I the, the well the other thing I nearly always do, and this is this is the same is true for almost every run I do, is I always take out the um, the 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 the, 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 the boss has uh, four weapons, which are all su- sort of souped up versions of the stuff that you can equip on your ship, and the one mm-hmm. you probably always want to take out first is the um, the missile launcher, Triple the tri missile launcher. Yeah. Now it's actually quite easy to take out because uh, the design of the ship kind of works against it. They in can't the, repair it. <laughs> well, yeah. it's not that they can't repair it. It's that the weapon uh, control rooms aren't connected to the rest of the ship, and right. they only, they're only manned by one crew member. Yeah. So you basically well, you can teleport in two people and murder the crew member and then take yeah. out the weapon. Yeah. Or the just weapon. Shoot, shoot the weapon room until it dies. Yeah, or that's t- a lot of missiles. <laughs> Yeah, it is a kind of missile-heavy strategy if you don't do a boarding one. But if you're then if you then able to take out their oxygen plant or keep it EMP'd for the duration, there's the teleporting EMP bomb that's really good for that, you can then basically starve the rest of the ship of oxygen. And then now the problem is is when you kill the crew, an AI system takes over so that the ship can continue fighting. But I can't remember if it can repair itself. So basically you can then just cri- spend the rest of your time crippling the rest of the ship.
3: Well, what I found worked really well was you just have a, a weapon that can take out the shields, which is usually your five-shot five, uh, five laser. And then you have uh, any sort of beam, a fire beam, a hole beam, anything like that. <clears throat> and you just knock down the shields long enough that you can, I mean, the whole beam was devastating because you can hit a part where it does like eight damage in one shot. And that was just really, really nice. But other than that, I haven't really had a lot of luck. I got past the first phase last night just because and you know, we took out the missiles. And then I was uh I got I was I was taking care of uh damage inside the ship. And so I forgot to take out the one that phases your uh, shields out and that caused me quite a bit of damage. <laughs> Um, I've never actually been able to teleport enough people in there. And this is why I think the Kestrel is the weakest one here, because all the teleport bays only have two people. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to send a massive party over, because you send over two, and they've got eight. Uh, that's not going to go very
2: well. I thought they had four.
3: No, the, both Kestrels only have two in teleporting.
2: No, I mean the enemy in this case. have. I thought they had four if, as a counter. Never four mind, people? Thinking. Uh, no i mean uh, the, the 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 boss has a four bay telebor- teleporter. I think they use it against you in the second round if they can
3: oh i 've never lived in the second round long enough that the' drone... <laughs> to, to
0: teleport you out. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah I, they redirect they redirect power to two to two particular systems the drone bay, which gives them the super attack and the teleporter system, so they can board you if it gets nasty
3: yeah, but boarding is easy because you just de uh... Decompress areas um, of the ship Decompress the whole ship And they're like Ah And they all die And then they run in the med bay And you just shoot them till they're dead So you know It works really easy um, I don't know I'm just thinking that Either I need a better strategy uh, I, I, Both runs I have not gotten the Scrap arm Which I really think I need To get maximum Weapons and shields So both runs That I've gotten there I don't think I'm fully prepared I did get the laser Which I was really happy about but then I didn't quite have enough power to switch because if you were one short, I couldn't use my extra laser. I couldn't, you know, I was just like, I was so limited. And then, of course, I saved up all my missiles to get to the end and then I don't have any power to run the missiles. And I was like, ah, I suck at this. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe I need, just need to be more aggressive. I don't know.
2: Uh, I think one of the ways, uh, I, you know, you sound like I'm just sort of, you know, telling you how to play um, it's oh, a very, it's a very risky strategy, but it is possible to play, you know, you're effectively being chased through the each sector you go through. Yeah. Yeah. Playing that very close to the, uh, very close oh. to the line. is. except oh, for the fuel. one time
3: I was low on fuel. There were Uh-oh. a couple of times where I actually would go into the exit in rebel space. Yeah. Because I was like, uh, well, um, I spent a little too much time here, and I have to deviate just into that path. So, hey, Rebels, how you doing? I'm just going to stand here in defensive mode. I'm not going to waste any missiles. I'll fire my lasers just to piss you off. And as soon as the FTL is up, I am out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> because if you fight in Rebel space, you do not get scrapped. So there's really no point in fighting.
2: Yeah, because you don't have enough time to salvage it. they're like, oh, you can't salvage. I'm like, dude, I just
3: blew him up. Suck it in. Let's go. (laughs) Give me my (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so don't waste missiles or... Well, I could waste drones because I had the drone arm, which didn't help me in the end because then I just had 27 drones and I didn't have any power to use them, so eh, whatever. The, I mean, there's a lot of randomness. There is, uh, unless, basically, if you've run into an encounter and you don't have a blue option, don't do it. You'll take whole damage or something. I mean, if it's like, the good thing is, is there's only a limited number. So, like, you realize, you know, I've done this, uh, spider thing before. It went bad. It's not going to randomly be good next time. So if you learn that it was bad, just don't do it. And eventually you'll find the right crew member that gives you the blue option. And then, oh, look, it works. <laughs> and it so, works. you know, that's basically what you're looking for when you do these things. I was upset because I found something that it was a random empty space. It said, hey, a Zoltan merchant was here and he has a special weapon, but he doesn't want to talk to you. And I'm like, I have a Zoltan in the shield room. Why is he not talking to me? So I don't know if that was a trigger or just something to tease me or what it was.
0: Yeah, don't know. Yeah,
2: I, know, I think I mentioned it the first time I mentioned for FTL on the cast, but there is a race of aliens called Zoltan.
3: Yes, that is awesome. And they power things.
2: Yeah, they provide a single bar of power to the room that they're stationed in, which is Ooh. pretty amazing. Yeah. Although they have like half health and they crap no, they, they have
3: seventy health and they can't fight. But you want to run around and power your ship for nothing? There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they are amazing at that. I am kind of annoyed that. My crews are so small. It's like I get up to seven or something, and I'm like, "Nope, you're pretty much full." I'm like, "But, but, but, I I need more people. I need more people." I looked at some of the achievements in this game. Yeah. Some, are some are like, "Get to sector five without um, upgrading your ship."
2: I know. Uh, oh. There was. I think it's one on the the federation cruisers. Get to sector five without gr- upgrading your weapon system.
3: No, no, no. This was like just standard achievements.
2: Oh right, okay. Because I know I, there I, are some ship-specific ones as well.
3: Yeah, I've gotten the Kestrel one, and that's the only one I've tried. I was going to try the N—I don't know if it's NG or NG next, but I like that one because it has lots of drones to play with. So if I get a drone arm, I am set. Um, that's another he, thing. Well, I, you only have oh, two bays on the Kestrel for drones.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, whereas the NG ship has three. Three like space and.
3: Weapon. Yeah, but you know what? The drones are usually really... F- I mean, you've got that, what, six-second debilitating weapon? Mm. I think that, yeah, the like, ENP system.
2: It's
3: like the fastest weapon in the game or something. It's just always firing. And you get that timed with your drones, and they just they die, like, in no time. Uh, so the, I
2: was going to say, because the, the Federation Cruiser, which is the... Uh, ship you unlock if when you beat the boss. I think it's regardless of difficulty setting actually. Um I don't is it matters at all on anything.
3: It's for score which who cares.
2: Yeah. Um is it uh, it has its own like kind of slow charge weapon system. Um like oh, built cr- into the like built into the ships like a spinal mounted laser. And it I they call it an artillery beam or something, and it, it's pretty damn powerful. Um, but the problem is, is it takes quite a long time to recharge, and to get the achievement, you have to get to, like, Sector 5 while using just it and the basic weapons that come with your ship because you can't upgrade your weapon system.
3: So you but can't you can... If you get shields, it doesn't really matter until, like, Sector 3 or 4 anyway. True. And I, I could see that being really easy if you got the... Uh, the augment uh, pre-charger weapons.
2: Oh yeah, the one that, that yeah, the one that gives you a full. Although yeah. I'm not sure, I th- I think it, because it isn't actually technically a weapon, it sits actually in the in the, um, it's like a separate oh. auto-firing subsystem. I don't think it actually counts for that
3: Oh. Equipment. That would. Well, then you get the uh, FTL enhancer and then just warp out of everything, <laughs> just to get the achievement. But yeah, I'm thinking high shields and FGL enhancer is what you would do to get that achievement.
0: You guys are much more into
3: the strategy in this game than I am. If you don't have a strategy, you might as well just die.
0: That's what I do. Um, (laughs) Because I can't, there's too many parts and things to manage and come up with a plan (coughs) for.
3: That's that's why it's
0: luck. I want an easier mode. Like, super easy. or Because I've I've put in all this time investing in upgrading my ship, and no matter what, I can't beat the game, and I die somewhere. And I just... I would like to see the end.
3: There isn't really, like, an ending. You just get more ships.
0: Well, I would like to be able to make progress towards that, then.
3: (laughs) Well, then, what you should do is find your little video and unlock different ships and see if you like one that works for you better. I mean, I think I would like the... I haven't tried... No, I have a mantis. I haven't tried the Zoltan one because it already has that predefined shield, which would be nice. Mm-hmm. So you do have to, that one. You do have to buy shields, so you have a little bit of time, but not a lot. But, um, you know, it's it's going to be different playstyles. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I mean, I think the Kestrel is the hardest one to win with. I do think it's possible. I think anything is possible if you get the right combination, the right luck and all that. But I think some ships are going to be easier, some with higher firepower, some with, you know, because my hope is I find a weapon strong enough to take down four shields that isn't a missile. You know, that's that's going to be kind of rare because you really only have like two shots at that. So, you know, you get a you get a hope for the best. God, I had one where it seemed every sector I would get a new weapon. Like, hey, glad you're flying by. Have an ion bomb. Hey, have a fire beam. Hey, have a bio. I'm like, dude, my hanger's full. Now what do I do? (laughs) You sell Um, stuff. I haven't seen a store in five hops, but hey, you guys keep giving me weapons. That's great. I like it.
2: I mean, the, my, way of, my usual way of knocking down big, tough shields has usually not been relying on lasers. Has usually just been either missiling or bombing the uh, shield room until it dies. Yeah, I run
0: easily. out of missiles when I do missile-heavy strategies.
2: Yeah, my
3: problem was 90% of the ships in Sector 7 have drones. So my missiles are useless unless they're the teleporting in kind.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But the teleporting in kind are nice.
0: All right. Uh, yeah. We should probably teleport to another conversation.
2: Oh, nice man. segue.
0: Yeah. Isn't that awkward? What else? Well, I, was... uh, I think everybody's been playing Torchlight 2 as well, right? Yes. Hello? Oh, not you? Oh, it's not out for no, you, I don't, is it?
2: I don't ha- it is out. I just don't don't have it. Well, why not? Because I haven't bought that? it yet.
0: Well, playing get FT... on that. Because he's playing <laughs> FTL. Yeah, that's a, good, <laughs> that's a good reason. Half
2: the price of well, I'm not really interested in it.
0: (laughs) Oh, you should be. It's fantastic. Uh, So we streamed a bunch of that last weekend, um, our full playthrough of Acts 1 and 2. Anna went back and got to... um, What did she get to? She got to New Game Plus and started doing... What did you do?
1: Wednesday, I ended up streaming all day. Um, New Game Plus, Act 1 and 2. So I now have a level 70 engineer that I haven't had a chance to touch since the game actually came out. But Yeah, great game. I love it.
0: <laughs> so what do we think about Torchlight 2? We got a review up on the site, by the way. Alex is, uh, Alex finished his uh, review, and you can go read that now. I uh, checked four... I didn't see it. Yeah, it's, it's up now.
3: Sweet. Going to go check.
0: Yes. Uh, he gave it a four out of five.
3: Mm, I'm, I'm going to go with that. I
0: really,
1: and he I... slams the originality in the story, which is exactly what I would do, too.
0: Yeah, the story is ridiculous in this game. There's, like, all this backstory <laughs> they reference, but they don't give you a nice manual Diablo style that fills you in. They're just like, yeah! Don't you know about all these things that we just made up? Okay, the, well, whatever. It's the not thing important. that amuses
1: <laughs> me is they hired a writer. So the writing is good. But the story is still really disjointed, mm-hmm. and I end up caring more about the small side quest stories yes. than I do about the main story.
3: I think that's a
0: good. And way it isn't
1: like at. it's not well written. It is. It's just uninteresting.
3: Well, it's kind of like well, he ran it's off so and did some stuff, and you're like, okay, yeah. I'll let you know when I catch up, and then every time you do, oh, he left. Cool. Um, okay. You want a spoiler, I'll Michael? Keep, not really. We're on a podcast.
1: <laughs> it's a big spoiler. <clears throat> you eventually catch up. Wow, I know,
3: but it's like that's the story. The whole game is like he went that way.
2: <laughs> he went that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm that's like, yeah. that's. Funny. Uh,
0: I love it. So, forget the story. Forget the story. What else we got in this game?
1: Awesome. You hit buttons, you smash things in the face.
3: Okay, I will say the one thing I thought, and I know Torchlight was randomized, but I still felt when I played the same area, there was still kind of like the same stuff. And. Yesterday, I went went and played with my friends, and even though it was the same zone, and even though I'd seen it before, it just felt different. I'm like, oh, this quest is over here, and this is over here, and whoa, this wasn't here last time. You know, it's just like, you you get used to going a certain path when you're walking through your world, and you go to someone else's world, and you're like, whoa, my path isn't here. Where do Mm -hmm. I go? Well, that's randomly
0: generated action RPGs in general, isn't it?
3: I don't usually get that feel, though. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Torchlight does about, a really good job about making uh, zone feel fresh.
3: I thought the first one was kind of eh on it. I think yes. mostly because you're always going down into the same kind no, of No, I mean zone.
1: Torchlight 2. Sorry.
3: Uh, yeah. Torchlight 2 does a lot better job of just like, oh, you're randomly going to a new place even though it's kind of the same
1: um, stuff. Yeah, the changes between the regular game and the new game plus, I, I really enjoy. Because, so. uh, yeah, it's the same monsters over again. But at the same time, it's like you, when you go through the original first zone, it's like the Ratlins don't run at you. Or when they do, they run at your face and you can just smack them. Um, in New Game Plus, they start to work together as packs and they can, the archers actually like move away from you if you're running towards them. And yeah, the AI is just way more intelligent. You also start to see some enemies earlier. And of course, in New Game Plus, all of the drops with. A couple of small exceptions are all new. So, for example, um, Grell drops his helmet no matter what, but on a regular game, it's like it requires level twelve. On a new game plus game, it requires level sixty-two.
3: Yeah, wait, it requires. Oh, I see. So the oh.
0: because it's a, not a unique drop, it's a, a blue drop, so they can you know mess with the requirements rather easily. Uh, so the world does feel really nice. It's great to run around in. Every zone feels unique and different, or at least distinct. And except, of course, Diablo II's Act Two II was a desert. Diablo III's Act Two II was a desert. Torchlight Two's Act Two is a desert. There's a theme here with action RPGs. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: called. They don't want to do two green zones in a row.
0: Yeah, I guess
2: so. <laughs> Act Two Desert Syndrome. Yes, it's a terrible thing.
1: I mean, that's the thing is, and I mean, it isn't even like um, all of it is a desert per se. You have the first part of Act 2, which is explore this massively huge desert. And then the second half is, it's still deserty, but it's a different feeling because you're going through like abandoned buildings and stuff like that. You're going through like what used to be a city and stuff.
2: Whereas uh, Diablo two, uh, Diablo three's was just desert. I don't know. I haven't actually got that far.
0: Um, in Diablo two. No, there was desert in and Diablo caves. Th- no, in
2: Diablo three.
0: Uh ooh.
2: Is it just all desert?
0: So I've only played through that area a couple times, so I don't know. Desert and ruins. Oh, whatever. A <laughs> lot of caves too. There's <laughs> caves. Mm.
1: So I like sort of um, the mix of story quest, optional quest, and non-log quest. I mean, it gives you the potential of basically going through a whole zone, and yeah, just getting different stuff every time.
0: Yeah. So, and that and that's really nice. Um, And the the quests though are you know they're always the same, but that's kind of normal for a game like this. And instead of having them detailed in a quest log you have to go explore and find them on the map um the quest log being what happened in uh, diablo 2 um so they've done a good job expanding the world they've done a good job of giving you more side quests uh varied locations uh the the combat and stuff feels better it's smoother it's really nice to play it's very fun to play the the loot feels better than torchlight one but i still don't care about my loot as much as i do in like diablo 3 where it just seems more important to me um. And I I really think that the game hurts by by for, locking you into builds and not giving you respect. I think they should have added that.
1: Hmm. It's gonna be yeah. a, reason a lot as, soon as Torch comes out though. So.
0: <clears throat> it's just um, but unlike Diablo three, it's a lot faster to level up in this game. So if you want to start over with another character with another build, you know I can't fault them as much as other games. Um uh, Diablo 3 of course you don't have to respec at all, you just change whenever you want. Um the But this one But well, uh,
3: my problem is it's like you play the for a while, right? Yeah. You don't even know what you're doing. Right. And, and so I you're like new character. Oh, <laughs> I'll get some skills here, some skills here, and then I'm like, well I kinda like my character, but I don't know if I've done a bad job. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kinda like, well, I'm having fun. I'm, you know, kicking some butt and then you realize, oh, but if I'd done this entire tree differently, then I could have done that instead. And so you kind of have the thing where you're like, well, should I just start over or should I work with it? Is it really going to hinder me? Because you do have, what, 100 levels or whatever.
1: And 50 fame levels.
3: Yeah. So maybe it's not going to be so bad. You know, maybe I can just work with it and I'll have some skill points where I don't need it. And you know, and then the mods will come out. But <laughs> do I want to go through and rebuild? I don't know. I mean, I think my Outlander I've done a pretty bad job with. But I like her now that she can do damage. So do I re-roll or do I just say, yeah, I'll just fix it? It's a tough call. It is.
1: Well, how you're going to build is ultimately going to depend on your playstyle, too. Like, my engineer is built around doing as much AoE damage as possible. She wants to stand and build a pack of things because she has damage reduction based on the larger number of enemies she has around her. She's got, like, massive crit chance. She's got all abilities that are, like, attacked with these 20 things in front of you. And then it's like, I get to a champion or a boss, and I'm like, it takes me 20 minutes to kill this thing, except when I'm with Chris, because he's single-target damage focused. Yep.
3: Yeah, and that is one thing that i found that um, I've been starting with my double, you know, because there are two weapon choices, is I want something that's nice and easy for wiping out a whole stream of things, and then you switch to that one focus, you're like, and now I can just pummel something.
1: Ironically, I have the inverse problem with the Outlander that I was playing on the stream. Is it's like she doesn't do any AoE. None. Um, no, because I Outlander. even took out. I even took out the point and glaive. I made her strictly oh. double pistol. So yeah, I have like nothing that hits multiple people. Wow! I have to, I I I have to end up switching a to a like shotgun that. to get any sort of AE damage. Hmm. So, I mean, it's nice you can build your character as all E. You can build them as all single damage. You can do a mix of both. So, I like that freedom. And it was funny because I mean, we ended up synergizing like that, and we didn't plan that. That just sort of happened. Yeah, it just
0: kind of happened. Uh, I just chosen Shadow Tree, and things worked out.
1: I chose to be fire and bots. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to go back and finish new game plus and do some map rooms and we'll see.
3: So explain these map rooms.
1: Yes. Okay. Do that. So when you're done the game, this NPC is like, you should go to the map room. And you go to the map room and there's all sorts of vendors there for like your gems and your enchanting and stuff. But there's also a guy that sells maps. And maps come in fifty or ten level increments, so you get maps that are forty-six to fifty-five, and then fifty-six to sixty-five, et cetera, et cetera, all the way up to one hundred and twenty, I think. I don't. Know. I don't remember exactly, and I don't have it pulled up. I, so, it, um,
0: I went in the map rooms in my first game, and I could buy level one hundred maps right out the gate.
1: Yep. Yeah. And there and were maps
0: kept... in the first game too, right?
1: Yeah, but they worked different.
3: Okay. Did you have to beat the game to do that? Because I never beat Torchlight.
1: Torchlight won. Now you just find them. Vendors mm-hmm. just sometimes have them, and you just right-click on them in your inventory and throw them down.
3: Oh, right, right. Okay. I do recall that.
1: Yeah. So these are all activated via the map room, and you have to activate that by beating the game at least once. Um, now, once you're in New Game Plus, you can teleport to the map rooms at any time. Oh, that's good. And it's good. basically you buy it, you hop in the portal, you do your thing. And it's it's like a regular dungeon, so there might be a mini boss. There might be there is going to be a big boss. Um, the loot's really good in there. There tends to be a lot of traps. Um,
3: <laughs> Great, I'm lot. really good at avoiding traps. Boom.
1: So, um, the one that I went in was relatively easy because basically, when you buy a map, you will get a boon and a penalty. Now, some of them have no boons and some of them have no penalties. Um, but, I mean, it'll be things like you do more damage, they do less damage, or vice versa. Um, things like all enemies have teleporting or, um, you know, not permitted to leave unless you die, stuff like that. Like, no, no sending your pet to down, stuff like that. So, yeah, some of the maps can be really challenging.
3: Is it just for better loot or new experience? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or what? I mean, it's part experience and part better loot.
3: Okay. Well, that's cool. Yep.
1: Anything else you want to add, Chris?
0: I haven't done anything with the maps, so I don't know. Um, we haven't
3: beat the game. No, you beat the game. I beat the you game. You beat the game. Yeah, I beat the game. Yeah, I beat this game. It's a good we game. That's like a plaque.
0: Yeah, and the multiplayer is, of course... Everything, um, being able to yeah. play it with friends is is key. Um, e- even with strangers, um, just to be able to work together and take down the harder stuff and get better loot, it's it adds so much to this genre. So, I, mean, I don't
3: know if we get better loot or just more loot. Oh, you, sh- you do, you well, do. I seem to get the same like golds and blues, but I get a whole bunch more crap that I can sell. I don't know.
0: Sorry, I'm managing my ship in FTL, and I've got two 1HP Mantis destroying every system on my ship, and I'm down to one Zoltan crew member who just died. Oh, that's it. I'm dead.
2: Did you not void the ship?
0: Uh, I, well, I can void the ship, but then my people die too.
2: Why? Well, you can selectively open and close doors.
0: Yes, but that wasn't hurting them fast. <laughs> they moved from the back to the front, and I had it voided the <clears> whole time, and it wasn't really hurting them.
2: Awesome. Well, it doesn't start hurting them until the outline around the room goes yeah. uh, sure yellow, yellow. I think It took is. a yeah. while, yeah.
0: But, of course, well, yeah, they, uh, know the know first thing they for... did was destroy my oxygen system. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, usually, so okay, that, but, you know.
0: that end up killing me. <laughs> the end. Oh. FTL. Uh, Torchlight 2, uh, what is there to say? You know, it is. it is... <sighs> Gosh... I love the environment, and and I love playing it. It's very smooth. It's a nice playing game. Um, But now that I'm done with it, or, you know, done with my first playthrough, it's like, I only want to go back to it to play with friends. If I'm going to actually keep doing loot grinding, I kind of feel more like I want to do that in Diablo 3. Because I I, I enjoy powering up my character in that more.
3: So, oh, you're saying just random, randomly powering up your character.
0: Yeah, uh, just trying to get better and better loot. I feel like there's... uh, the system for that is better in Diablo Three, or like I, I feel like I'm. If I'm going to grind on something, I feel like the the grind and then final reward feeling would be better in Diablo Three than here because there's just so much loot coming out of your nose. Um, it's like that, yeah, there's always something. I'll be okay, and there's nothing I really need to power up to overcome. Yeah, but
1: Chris, you don't have a legendary yet.
0: No, I don't have a legendary. But in order to get to the point where I can do legendaries, I have to like finish New Game Plus twice, no, you know. right?
1: No. I mean, it can drop after level 50. That's oh, okay. it. Your character has to be level 50. So then I
0: have to do a new game plus, basically.
1: Or do map rooms.
0: Do map rooms, yeah. So, I don't know. I'll be playing more. Um, it's an excellent game for 20 bucks. I mean, obviously, it's the better value between the two games. Get Torchlight 2, play it, enjoy it, have fun with your friends. What else is there to say? I don't know.
3: Yeah, and, you know, I've noticed um, online... It does seem to be pretty much, I'm going to play this with my friends. It seems every world has a password on it.
0: Yeah, which is weird.
1: Really? I wasn't yeah. noticing that at all. Well, the game browser night. also
0: sucks, by the way. Yeah, that's true. It, it doesn't show all the games. It's really strange. And it makes it kind of hard to find a game that you want. And everyone has it set level range 1 to 100, but that's not really what they should have it set to.
1: <laughs> no, people have been fixing that. <clears throat>
0: But like the game, I, I like how Diablo Three. When I click public games, it gives me a list of level-appropriate games. Just boom, done, and I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that's something that they could have taken. That would have been useful for them to take here. But you know, that's just, I guess that's not a huge criticism. It's
3: kind of a nitpick, really. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. Hmm. So yeah, the, I did that for an hour last night. I went back to or two hours last night. Went back to Diablo Three and played some of that to real, just to get a feel for that again and feel, be like. Oh, yeah, I do like playing this as well, and I want to play this more. So I was like, hmm. <laughs> now I have
3: many games to too play. Many oh, go- no. Too many good options here, because
0: <laughs> both games are just really good.
3: <laughs> yeah. So I'll what grind with friends do?
0: in Torchlight 2, and I'll grind on my own in Diablo 3, which I guess is the key Works difference. for me. Yeah. Well, unless someone <laughs> wants to play Diablo 3 with me, but... Yeah. No.
1: I spent weeks bugging you to play Diablo 3 with me, and now you're playing it without me, so.
0: Well, log in. Sure. Uh, I told you last night I was playing when I was playing.
3: I just saw you play FGL last night. I didn't see anything else.
0: Yeah, I did that too.
3: <laughs>
0: I always get like a game in, and then it's like an hour and a half later, it's like, that felt like 20 minutes.
3: Yeah, I did that last night. I was like, oh, I just, I'll just i play a, a quick game because so I'm already in like Sector 3 and I'm sure it won't last long. And it was like, why is it quarter to three? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the boss killed me. Screw it, I'm going to bed.
0: <laughs> uh, what else to talk about? Oh, Borderlands 2 came out. Quinn, you've been playing this?
2: Yeah, so against, against my... Uh... I don't know, maybe my better judgment, considering my yeah. experiences with the first game. I went out and bought not one, but two copies. Oh my players. gosh, it,
0: why'd you do that?
2: Um, well, one of them is a pre- was a present for my now fiancé. Mm. So,
0: Congratulations.
2: Thank you. Um, so we've actually been playing that together today. Okay. Um, I'd ask him more about it, but he's kind of zonked out.
0: <laughs> He's getting zonked out. Yeah, well, I've been playing... I played... Uh, what am I up to? I'm up to, like, level 20 now in Borderlands 2. Oh,
2: yeah, well, you played quite a lot more than me, then.
0: Yeah, so I played um, through level 9 or so on my own, and, you know, it's like, this feels a lot better for solo play than Borderlands 1, is the first thing I'll say, because I was playing Borderlands 1 1, uh, 1, a bit, and if you remember a couple weeks ago, I said it's just it wasn't... I wasn't feeling it, it wasn't really the game for me, it wasn't that enjoyable to play by myself, and... Um, I guess I could have tried random games, but I never did with Borderlands One. Borderlands Two seems to fix a lot of that. It has a you know a nice opening story. You get claptrap stuff. It's funny. You're working through stuff, um, but eventually it started to get to that same level of tediousness. Tediousness that's like, yeah. In all these other action RPGs, I get new abilities and power them up and come up with new strategies and combos. In this game, all I get really is more guns and abilities that make the guns behave a little differently but i'm still just shooting things in the face a lot so i was like okay well screw this let's let's try some multiplayer because that's what that's where borderlands is at right co-op multiplayer so i joined uh ed um the foxworth uh from the site i jumped into a game with him and his friend josh uh who you saw in some of our packs videos and we um i played for like 10 levels with them and that was pretty good though by the end of it we were all kind of you know uh, yeah, we're done for the night, and and I feel that a lot with Borderlands. Uh, this this feeling of like, yeah, I've had enough of that for now, and I'm just not getting that addictive hook that a Torchlight or a Diablo or a it's definitely not that an FTL gives you. And I'm kind of wondering, like, you know, in light of all these other games that are you know much more appealing to come back to and play more and grind more in, why play Borderlands? Because, like, when you're playing with people in order to keep it more interesting. Because the interesting stuff is like just all the crazy crap that happens and this guy ate this guy and now he's a big guy and we took him down together and you're picking me up and I'm going down, you're going down, I'm picking you up and now we're shooting this thing and now we're driving cars and crashing into each other because it's just fun to do and all that stuff's there and it's awesome. Um, Oh, I forgot my point. (laughs)
2: okay it's not not torchlight 2 basically well no
0: it's not that it's not torchlight 2 or
2: diablo 3
0: or or ftl or guild wars 2 Uh, all games that are calling to me more than borderlands is and um so when you're doing all that fun stuff that's what it was when you're doing all that fun stuff in multiplayer the story stuff just gets swept under the rug you have to have subtitles on to even see it so all that stuff is just lost completely and you realize the story is kind of boring and stupid anyway so this is all about you know, grinding, getting better loot, and having fun shooting things. Um, and I guess ultimately this game just isn't for me, is what well, I learned. I say,
2: I mean, because I, I arguably would say the same thing about Torchlight 2. I just, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like, I mean, I said on the podcast last week, I kind of didn't really feel, I felt kind of the same way about Diablo 3 and that I just kind of felt that hardcore loot em ups were not quite my thing. But I've kind of really quite enjoyed what I've played of, um, uh, Borderlands 2 so far, it oh, good. improves on the first one by quite a lot, and I think that's that's what needed to happen kind of thing. So
0: what, what do you think, what do you feel is better?
2: I, I, I don't know. I just feel like, like the opening section of the game just feels a lot better than the previous game. The, I agree the, with that, yeah. The The first part of Borderlands just felt boring. And whereas... The first part of Borderlands 2 felt quite a lot more exciting, I feel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, you know, it's just sort of just how I feel about it. I I, wouldn't no, say I, it I totally
0: well. agree. I totally agree. The, the way they put that together, those quests and what you're doing is better. The AI of the enemies is way better. You're not just shooting skags and running backwards in a line all the time. Um, the, I feel like I'm playing a siren. I feel like my class isn't properly balanced for solo play a bit because I I, I tend to go down way too easy.
2: Well, I'm playing I'm playing uh, Zero the s-
0: the assassin, yeah, the melee slash sniper. Yeah, Sniping's is fun in that he game. Is,
2: he is quite fun to play, but yeah, he he doesn't he doesn't necessarily suffer from a similar problem because he, um his class ability gives him a really good survival mechanic. Oh, good. Oh, it gives him a really good survival ability. You know, the ability to basically create a decoy uh, of yourself that distracts enemies which really does allow you to do things like get into proper flank positions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is quite fun.
0: And he talks in haiku, right?
2: I... Or is that someone else? Uh, might be someone else. Someone's I, mentioned I, that in the chat I haven't, room. Am- I haven't paid, like, a massive amount of attention to his dialogue, admittedly, so... <laughs>
0: Well, the only time you hear your character speak are these <coughs> little flashbacks that, for me, were triggering whenever I got to low health. I <laughs> didn't I didn't really understand what was going on there. <laughs> like, I'd get these little uh, flashbacks about my character's backstory, which was actually kind of interesting, but then it, it finished, and he's like, oh, light. that's dumb. Oh, wait, yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I should spend more time in that, just... Just to be sure. Actually,
2: I mean, as far as the difficulties concerned, I've actually only died once. Like the rest wow. of the time, I was able to second wind. Yeah. Need a second wind, or or David got me up. Well, I
0: don't feel like I should need the second wind all the time. I kind of don't like that. But the thing that that I enjoy about these action RPG type things is that uh, y- you you go out of your way to spend some time picking loot and abilities and and do what you can so that you can start overpowering your enemies and it's all about you becoming more powerful and feeling like you're getting more powerful and and then you move on to a new area with new challenges and you have to start figuring out how to do it there Um, I never feel like I'm getting to that point in Borderlands 2 I always feel like I'm on the edge of how do I just survive and it's just a different feeling that I kind of don't like
2: well, I—I I, I mean, I could almost argue that that may be intentional. I mean, sure. you know, you're a, you're on a frontier planet that's covered in hostile wildlife and killer robots. You know, maybe that's that's the idea. Hmm. You're supposed to be struggling a little bit.
3: No, I, I think I that know. was my problem with Fallout. Though it was like, well, wow, I—I feel like the world—not, I know it didn't look dead, but like, well, everything's supposed to be dead and depressing, and I don't know. I just didn't really get into it.
0: Well, and I know different... people are
3: like, "Well, no, you're supposed okay. to find the life and stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm finding the life around all the dead things, and eh, I don't know."
0: Oh, yeah. So you don't like post-apocalyptic looking things, huh?
3: I think that's, that's my biggest thing. Yeah.
0: Borderlands Two deals with that pretty well. It doesn't feel dead like Fallout Three does. That world is alive well, cause it's because it's not post-apocalyptic. They
3: do a lot more cartoony stuff too. Yeah,
0: it's also not post-apocalyptic. It's just an alien world. Um, yeah. Oh, so that helps a lot. <laughs> That's kind of help, yeah. But I can see if you weren't familiar with it, you wouldn't realize that at first. It's like, is this Earth in like three million years? No, no, this is a different world. <laughs> something go
3: bad in the Wild Wild West? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something
0: real bad if it turned into best. Roswell
3: was a lot different in this world. <laughs> no, no, this is
0: aliens. There's even spaceships and stuff. So,
3: I see that's know. how Roswell fits in.
0: Ah, yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if there's aliens. There's humans on spaceships
3: okay yeah
0: and magic figure that out borderlands 2 Uh, i can definitely feel though that it's a well put together game it's a good game i just just... yeah
2: i definitely i definitely think it improves on the first a lot Mm -hmm. i think that as much as given Yeah, it's definite improvement on that front i think it should be yeah is it call of duty
0: uh no um it, it totally misses the call of duty multiplayer vibe i mean it doesn't even have 16 person competitive online play i don't i don't know what they were thinking
2: I oh noes
0: <laughs> referencing a terrible review of borderlands 2 that was on the internet
3: this week oh really it's okay if yes. you're reading the wall street journal for a game review well yeah, we it's not
0: read. it wasn't in the paper it's on their blog whatever yeah
3: i read their site even less than i read their paper
0: All right, Anna. um, We talked about Torchlight 2, but you played a couple other things, right?
1: Um, Yeah, I was exploring around my phone and found a bunch of games that you downloaded. So I've been playing. um, It's based off of an old movie. It's like War Games, W-O-R-P, (laughs) W-O-P-R.
0: Yes, it's called War Games. Oh, God, that guy. The computer's name is Whopper, W-O-P-R. Whopper,
1: okay. Yeah, apparently this is like some cheesy 80s movie where yes, a guy that normally makes video games makes the program to launch the U.S. nukes no,
2: and keeps breaking
1: into I, the system yeah, and, they like, basically hacks for the game.
2: They break into... Basically, it's a... Oh God, isn't it Um, Matthew McConaughey? Oh, it's a really quite famous actor who I, plays the main character. It's just... He, he he, basically he hacks into NORAD and challenges the computer to a game of thermonuclear warfare.
1: Yes. So it's a match three game.
2: <laughs> Matthew
0: Broderick. Sorry,
2: that was it. Yeah, it was yeah. Matthew Broderick.
1: As a child,
2: yeah, As he a was younger. younger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's one of his first films, I think. Actually. Like,
0: it they use modems that you take a handset and put it on top of something. That's wow. how the modem talks to your phone line. Yeah, wow. it's old school. It's it awesome. was one
2: of the. I think it was one of the first hack, like hacker in quotation mark movies. Yes. I can't remember what year it was released in, but I think it predates me. <laughs> think Ma-
0: 1983.
2: Think Ma- yeah, Matthew Broderick in War Games is four years older than me.
1: <laughs> so yeah, it's like a little match three title and there's, um, it's a shared board, though they don't take a turn. Instead, they drop down pieces that have timers on them. And when the timers finish, they either damage you or get that ability, depending on what it is. So, um, yeah, the story was weird, but awesome. And it makes me want to go watch the movie. So, yeah, if you like match three games, that's definitely one for you.
0: W-O-P-R, or I think it's like, I think search for war games and you'll find it.
2: Yeah. I, I Sorry, I think the only reason I, I kind of like piped up was... Um... War Games uh, was adapted into a kind of semi-bad real-time strategy game for the PC in, like, like 1996 that everyone promptly forgot about. And the only (laughs) reason I remember it was I went to, um, uh, God, it was uh, the, the Tomorrow's World exhibition at the Birmingham Arena in England in, like, 1995 or something. Um I only I, just, I don't know why I remember it. I just sort of remember it just being there. Um I I think I was more interested by uh they had a demo version of the uh, Starship Titanic text-based adventure.
0: Starship Titanic? Yeah. Never heard of that one, but alright.
2: Oh, uh, it's written by Terry Jones. It's a well it the I believe it was created by a concept that Douglas Adams originally came up with. It's mentioned in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. But they wrote a book about it, who was written by Terry Jones, one of the Pythons, and they made a they made a rather interesting computer game out of it, All right. which I which I actually have a copy of. I tracked down a copy of it. It was that was a bit a bit of a hard to find one. That one,
0: I can imagine. <laughs> you also anyways, played a uh, Flow, Anna, right? Do you need to talk about that? or?
1: Okay. Yeah, I've been playing Flow 3. It's Flow 3, it's just um, you get a grid and there's colored dots on it, and you need to attach the same colored dots together while filling the whole grid. I don't explain it well. It's a game. Um, I saw that Wheels had a screenshot of it on Twitter and got interested and grabbed it from there. I've also been playing this Eiffel Tower game that... Um, Big Fish game put out. And it's also sort of... It's a basically you're reenacting the building of the Eiffel Tower, so it's Uh. a a time and resource management game.
0: With a definitive ending, then? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Build the Eiffel Tower. Uh, Michael, we covered your two games, right? Yeah, pretty much. All right, and... Quinn, is I anything else?
2: I don't done. think so. I think that's me done. Oh, actually, Eleven. uh Just a mi- yeah, <laughs> oh. just a minor note. I um, uh, I've just been getting a sort of new appreciation for um, Final Fantasy Eleven, having actually level leveled up a melee class, which is something oh. that I never really did during my original tenure, as it were, many years ago. Tenure. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> uh, samurai.
3: Uh, that's one I've decided not to do, I think, because I just have, um, Dragoon, and I can get most of what I need through the, uh, through the sub-job, since it's, what, 45 now?
2: 49.
3: 47, whatever, 49. 49. Between 49, between 45 and 50, there's not a main, uh, ability change, is there?
2: Uh, what, between 49 and 50?
3: Well, 40, between 45 and 49, I don't think there's any like you don't get anything else. Uh it depends on the
2: subjob surely.
3: On samurai. I don't think you get anything. Oh, on
2: samurai, uh no, you get meditate at 30.
3: Right. But no, you get something I thought of 45 but not any higher.
2: Oh, yeah, you get um uh konzen itai.
0: Wow. En- enthralling, guys.
2: Yeah.
3: Totally. Um
0: hey, it's anyway, very useful it's- ability,
2: damn it.
3: <laughs> sure it is. Yeah.
2: Well, it's the thing. In order not to get bogged down too much in Final Fantasy lingo, uh, that particular ability basically counts as the first ability in a skill chain, which basically allows you to solo. Uh, oh, Self okay.
3: skill chain, which I can already do as Dan. Without,
2: without relying, without relying on the, uh, without relying on two hour. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but by playing Samurai and subbing Dancer, which is what I'm doing, uh, it just allows me to sort of do that, but more. Because you get Konza Nitai and Reverse Flourish, which is kind mm. of cool. yeah.
0: But, yeah. Now, does your Samurai speak in haiku?
3: No. Yeah, you it, should totally do that. It
0: should totally do that. We should totally get into feedback. So, we have a letter this week from our favorite, Asala. says... Amigos is the subject. Dear RPG Castle Crashers, first off, can I get a fist bump for the awesome TGS Metal Gear Rising trailer?
3: Did any of us watch it? There was a Metal Gear song. No, I didn't watch it. Metal that.
0: Gear. Two <coughs> fist bumps? Three fist bumps for the fact that the demo is included with Zone of the Enders HD release box? No, I don't think you're getting any bumps. Sorry, asshole. Number one, if you could only choose one and had to promise never, ever, under any circumstances to play the other, would it be Borderlands 2 or Torchlight 2?
2: done borderlands 2 torchlight and, and everyone
0: else would say torchlight 2 <laughs> done well, Easy. I'm sure
3: that fox would say uh borderlands, borderlands
0: two. 2 but he's not on the show
3: but he was here <laughs> in spirit because okay he it.
0: <laughs> okay right around this time of year i put some games on almost complete media blackout because i don't want to spoil them when i ultimately pick them up case in point dishonored for which i've stopped reading or watching any articles or previews do you do that with any games have any titles made your spoiler-free list for this year?
3: Um, uh, mm. hmm. I just kind of okay. stopped paying attention.
2: <laughs> I, there's I going to be so
3: much of, stuff but... this holiday. It's like impossible.
0: I would say Dishonored's on that list for me because there was like a, you know... The final hours of Dishonored article on some site, which I think was talking about the final hours of development, but I, like, made sure not to read that, for example.
2: Well, no, because it probably would be spoilerific.
0: <sighs> yeah, I would think so. Um, I don't know. What else?
3: What else is coming? Exactly. That's the problem. It's.
0: We're kind of done in a can... lot of ways, aren't we?
3: Yeah.
0: I can do our... Uh... Our weekly, let's check upcoming to see if anything new has been added to it, because I don't think there's anything new.
3: I mean, normally I would say Pokemon Black and White, or Black yeah, and White Black 2, and White because, too, you, you because I try spoilers? not to look ahead. Well, I don't not look at the Pokemon or anything. Like, I don't want to know the new abilities. I want to figure it out when I play. But I'm not even sure I'm going to pick it up.
0: Pokemon Black and White 2, really?
3: Yeah, I'm just kind of done with it.
0: Until they do something innovative?
3: Yeah. It's the same game. I mean, now you you ran out of colors, so now it's two. Now you ran out of colors. So I'm like, are you gonna make a game that's different? Does it has more than four abilities, or more? You know, it's like you're done. All you right, well, let's look at our 3DS
0: though. games. We got Coda Princess and Paper Mario 3D and the Denpin Men. I don't know what that is, but Paper Mario 3D and Coda Princess. I don't need media blackout on them. They don't have yeah. like big spoilery stories. Um, how about the Wii? <laughs> The Wii you U. Don't forget Nothing. the Wii U. We have Opuna listed. I don't know why. <laughs> Apparently our database thinks there's some chance it'll come out here. <laughs> on what? Opuna on the Wii. It's oh. not coming out here. <laughs> it just needs to be delisted.
3: Someone probably put TBD in that. Herefore, they put two periods.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Um, uh uh, uh Gorky21. Mistborn High. No, no, um, I was going to say, my
2: housemate's already got a pre-order down for Moog and Souls, which may mean I may end up playing it at some point, but uh, I'm not sure how likely that is or not, actually.
3: Um,
0: this year? Man, I don't know. And somebody's clicking their mouse a lot. Stop playing Torchlight. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I can hear you. And the Vita. Let's check the Vita. Uh, Ragnarok Odyssey, Persona 4 Golden. Well, we don't. I already played the first oh. one, so I can't go on blackout for that.
2: I, I uh, no. I, actually, no. I can't be on Persona Four Golden. Some assholes already spoiled the plot for me.
0: Ooh, that jerk. Hmm.
1: It was yeah. you, Chris. Was it? I have no idea.
3: It could have been. I wouldn't know. Uh,
0: Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition. No, oh, that's an old game.
3: Oh, no, it's still Baldur's Gate, right? It doesn't change.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I, I, none of these other games are really hyped for me, these RPGs, so, uh, World of Warcraft? No, that's out this Tuesday.
2: Oh, yeah, that's actually out in, like, four days. I'll probably mm-hmm. be playing that.
0: Yeah, that, that's covering my quarter four right there, it's World of Warcraft and Guild Wars 2.
2: My, well, 2. I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping, basically, that, uh, uh, Mr. Pandaria tides me over until the October release okay. windows and the, uh, stuff. October release windows. Of what it's uh it's well, like the like, end of september well stuff like uh, xcom enemy unknown okay. which comes out I think second week in october
3: I would hope that world of warcraft expansion lasts you a week
0: <laughs> you hope it would last six months actually
2: well that's what blizzard hopes I would well first order ho- first order of business uh, first order of business in that respect is uh race change my my race change my current um uh 85 shaman to Pandaren.
0: Ooh, gonna make a panda. Well,
2: nice. I'm probably gonna make more than one panda.
1: Wait, is there
0: anything? Okay, so what about non-RPGs? Chat room, help us out because I don't have good resources for this.
3: <laughs> Non-RPGs? What's that?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, I don't know. I haven't really. Well, I'd say, say XCOM: Enemy Unknown
3: is what I'm waiting for. I thought FTL was my non-RPG. <laughs> Well, that's out now. <laughs> well, I know, but still, that might be all I play.
2: Oh, well, actually, just just mentioning FTL again, uh, if you do manage to successfully beat the boss, look out for my name in the credits.
3: What?
0: Why's your name in the tell credits? Me, oh, because you're more. a backer? Kickstarter. Yeah,
3: Kickstart. yeah Kickstarter. Oh, okay. All right, so like... let's see. We got
0: uh, Borderlands 2 I just, just came can out. Can I just
3: click the credits at any time? Ooh, Assassin's oh, yeah, Creed 3.
0: That. That's, that's a game down. if I, I was ready to play, I would go to Media Blackout on. I would totally do that.
3: Skylander's Giants. And I'm like, what the hell's going on?
0: We don't need Skylander Giants spoilers, do we? Wait, I guess. Hmm. But, but Halo you 4, actually... maybe? No. Um, I actually
3: du- want to know because I'd like to know how they decided to unend the series. Codblops 2. <laughs>
2: oh, God, not Codblops.
0: Disney Epic Mickey 2. Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, that's going to be hard for me to media blackout on since it's in my email
0: <laughs> the spoilers are in your email
3: <coughs> well no the whole you're talking media blackouters and don't know anything
0: well i and mean it means you stop looking plenty. at stuff that would spoil the game right whatever that well, would I think be reading for
3: you my email and saying oh this is what's happening in this and you're like oh
1: yeah oops. there
0: just isn't much um yeah forget it forget it all all right next next question Uh, your biggest RPG pet peeve. Something that absolutely must be stopped immediately in any and all RPG games.
3: Uh, I know, hmm. I know, I know. Go for it. A single voice for for an action in a battle. So you do that action, you always make that same voice. Please stop that.
0: Hmm. Ah, ah. Use that skill ah. 30,000
3: times and you're like, (laughs) I'm just going to kill someone. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Chatroom says: Child protagonists.
3: Eh, I just don't play those. Oh, okay. Besides, Final Fantasy is based on teen protagonists, so you're not really that far off.
0: All right. Any interest or excitement for God Eater Two?
2: Uh, we don't have Alex on the cast.
0: Yeah, I think he would be that interest and excitement. There you um, go. I'm excited for more Monster Hunter. I don't know about God Eater. I'll need to. I, need I, to kind, of like I, should, I kind of feel like
2: I should. I kind of like feel like I should play God Hunter, but I just haven't yet. God Hunter. (laughs) God Eater.
3: God Hunter. God Hunter.
1: God Hunter is when God Eater and Monster Hunter get together and have a little itty-bitty baby.
3: I don't know. I don't know either. All
0: right, food for thought. The Wii arguably opened up console gaming to a much wider, more casual audience due to its simple and intuitive controller. It just made sense to play sports games using a Wiimote. To be fair, the effect seems to have been only temporary, as it didn't make much sense to play most other games with a Wii mote. Has Nintendo tried too hard to recapture the magic of the original Wii with the Wii U? Now we have another two controllers in the mix, the tablet and the Wii U Pro, not to mention the original Wii controller in Nunchuck. Well, if you're going to do that, also two Pro controllers on the Wii as well. Now it seems like a casual gamer could very easily get overwhelmed by the number of options and choices when it comes to Wii gaming. Which controllers to get for which games? What's compatible with what? How much money will all these controllers cost? Is the Wii U now too hardcore for the mainstream gamer? Or am I totally wrong?
1: No, I think you're totally wrong. Because the same people that bought the Wii because they want to waggle the controller at the the screen are going to be the people that buy the $300 package with one remote, use what the remotes they already have, and not screw with any of the controllers.
0: No, they're not going to buy the Wii U. They're done. The people bought it just to shake the controller, they've got their Wii. They're done. They don't need a new one.
1: Oh, I mean, they're gonna buy it. It's just gonna be three or four years down the line when they stop making Wii games.
0: I mean, if they've got kids playing, is why they would do it. But like that, well, that whole you know, let's get the,
3: adults. Go ahead. Doesn't, doesn't the Wii U support all the Wii games? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So why would I? But
0: the idea is, did we really I mean, saturate they with ran the out Wii? Wii?
3: games doesn't make. They ran out of people like... to sell to. Yeah, that was the thing, and the high saturation.
0: Just, they're done. I mean, they're not going to go and buy another one. They're not playing the old one.
3: I kind of feel like um, they should... I don't even know how to really phrase it. I liked playing with the Wii, like with the, the Zelda. I thought actually playing Zelda, the Twilight Princess, with the Wii and the Waggle and everything, I thought that was fun. But at the same time, you mentioned, well because I wanted to play sports that way. I didn't want to play sports that way because I'm not that good at hitting a baseball. I'm not that good at hitting a tennis ball. You know, these actual... How do you control... Well, you just have to that be close enough,
0: though, with the Wii. You don't have to be well, that close. Well, that's a
3: problem. It was close enough that it would do something that I found satisfactory, but not that I had enough control to yeah. actually do what I wanted to do. Right. It's like, I would love to hit this across the court to someone else, but I'm just hoping I hit it.
0: But what they, what they had trouble with then is adding an, some sort of element of skill to the mix without making it too hard. Exactly. And, and then, then they you tried just that feel Motion dumb Plus, when you're playing
3: And then you just kind of gave it. up Which, on it. Which, by those. the way,
0: only Wii Motion Plus works with uh, Wii U games.
3: Oh, well, I have two of them. I just never took them out of the box.
0: But if you're going to play a Wii game on your Wii U, your regular controller should be fine. So There. There. Also, $170 or $150 or something like that if you want a new tablet.
3: Crazy. Crazy. What? Oh, for the Wii pad? Yeah, the for game the game pad? pad.
0: Yeah, they're expensive.
3: Yeah, I could just go buy a Kindle, can I? Yes, and you, you could buy
0: a Kindle and uh, <laughs> use Smart Glass with your Xbox, yes.
3: Yeah, so that's something I'm... I mean, you want to talk about innovation. That's what I want to see. I want to see how Smart Glass works.
0: And Sony's doing it too with the Vita, so you can have a lot of uh, options.
3: Yeah, but the Vita is... Like, something you buy to play games, and then it does something cool with your PS3, right? That is,
0: that's what my iPad is, right? Huh? Something I buy to play games, then does something cool with other things. So
3: Right, but I, I already have a tablet for other reasons. No, you be,
0: have like, an HP touchpad. I have a tablet. It, it wants matter. to be a tablet. You it's know, not a tablet. You know,
3: picky, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Still, I already have something it's I could use. It's a little use. tablet that could. <laughs> you know... You can use your phone, too, and I'm sure yes, Mike... your phone will
0: probably work a lot better for smart glass than the touchpad.
3: <laughs> Should be interesting. I don't, you, you totally overestim- underestimate my touchpad. So did HP.
0: Um, <laughs>
3: well, they, they estimated Are how They cons- overestimated.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, what else we got? All right, that's our letter. Thank you, Ocelot. Let's go into Ocel- News. So what oh, we only got one letter? We only got one letter. So if you'd like to send us letters, podcast at rpgamer.com, podcast at rpgamer.com, podcast at rpgamer.com. Send in your letters or MP3 files. We'll read them on the air or play them as appropriate. You can also send us feedback via phone, 608-729-4098. That's six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Orders are flying. Call now, six zero eight seven two nine four zero nine eight. Leave us a 30-second voicemail. We
3: fly our orders now?
0: Orders are flying out the door.
3: Oh, yeah. good. So I was like, I don't fly. I, no. right,
0: let's fly on over the news. Anna is going to hit us up with an MMO roundup. No, in theory.
1: So does I get untangled? There Sorry. you go. I got tangled in my cord. Oh my. Okay, so MMO in a minute. So, well, the Warcraft Missa Pandaria beta tier fourteen armor preview. Um, Blizzard also released the story of Warcraft, which basically walks you through all the game plots. Um, Diablo 3 is adding an appear offline function. Game still only plays online. Star Wars The Old Republic promises quality of life improvements in upcoming patch. Guild Wars 2 beta testing Mac client promises economy balancing. Which you can Terra already get it promise- right now. You can, yeah. So if you own Guild Wars 2 and uh, have both a Windows and Mac PC or Boot Camp or whatever, you can just download the beta and play it. Um, The build is definitely a work in progress, so expect some crashing and some weirdness. Um, Terra promises fall events, releases upcoming patch notes. Ion turns three, happy birthday! New dungeon arrives in October, new 4.0 class is detailed. Champions Online invaded by asteroids, and they actually laid out some really interesting numbers about how many people have signed up, and how many heroes have been made, and how many people play, and et cetera, et cetera. Um, Fiesta Online introduces the Opa Gangnam Style dance, goes for Guinness World of Guinness Book of World Records. Um, Paul Barnett of Bioware, and or sorry, Paul Barnett of Bioware and Mythic. Joins the Able Gamers uh, Board of Directors. Silk Run Online turns 15. Happy birthday. Bioware founders leaving the company. What does it mean? And the Guild Season 6 begins October 2nd.
0: All right. Thank you,
3: Anna. I got to get that. means after 20 years, they're going to do something else.
0: What? We didn't talk about about that yet. That wasn't in
3: there. Oh, is that
0: news? That's in news. Yeah. That's well, we're news. talking about news. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Um, you want to lead off of that? That's fine. The doctors have left the building. Greg and Ray Muzica... Greg Muzica... No, what is it? Ray Muzica oh. and Greg... Zesh- I, I can't say their names. All Dr. Right. Ray and Dr. No Greg. Gets to talk. Yeah, Dr. Ray and Dr. Greg have left BioWare. They're done. And apparently, you know, if, and Greg's going to go make beer, right? A lot maybe. of beer. No, it sounds like he's gonna make up. No, it sounds like I don't, like there's documentaries about beer. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't know. Well, I was one of the jokes was what else do you do in Edmonton. So, <laughs> beer. Yeah. You know, at first, I was like, I thought they were just like, well, they're tired of EA. They're out of here. I read their letters. I don't believe them. You don't believe them. Uh, well, they're exactly If I'm leaving and you're leaving, right? Would we write the same letter?
0: No, they didn't write the same letter, did
3: they? They wrote the same letter. They said the same things about the partners, the same thing about EA, the same thing about what they're going to do, except for maybe Greg will come back. It was just like, whoa, hold on a sec. You guys just basically had PR write your letters for you. Hmm. I don't buy it. I think they want it out. I think they're tired of the negativity that they're getting since the EA purchase for their game quality. I think they're going to take some time off and work on a new venture, and we're going to hear from them in three years.
0: The question is, were they just um, asked by EA when they were required to stay around for five years? Because it's been five years, right? So maybe now that's the first time they've had a chance to leave?
3: Even if you um, get locked into something like that, you can drop into something more like a consultant role. Oh, okay. They were still running the entire thing. I mean, when typically when high-end people leave for, through a buyout, they're like, we just need you around. Like, give us your you know, a contact information, and if we have questions about what we were doing, what you were doing, you can do that. And I've never heard anything like five years. Usually it's six to 12 months. What I think was, is they wanted to see how um, the series they were working on, Mass Effect and Dragon Age, played out. And now they're like, well, that didn't go so well. And they probably got frustrated with, um, you know, this is all conjecture but they probably got frustrated with a lot of things that had to change because of working with EA. And I think they want to go back to being a smaller company with big ideas and where Bioware started and go from there. And I could be entirely wrong, and they go make beer for 20 years. I have no idea. Well,
0: I think just Greg's making beer.
3: But all right, so you think they're coming back. Well, he's going to get help, right? Someone's got to try it out.
0: Who? The beer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Grail will come over and taste the beer. Got it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, Bioware didn't waste any time. Uh, they announced that a new Mass Effect game is coming, and they gave out some more details about Dragon Quest Three Inquisition in the wake of this news. Dragon. As far wait, as wait, Mass wait. Spec-
2: they, announced, they announced a new Mass Effect game.
0: Yeah, what they said a new, they said <sighs> it's that coming. One. That's their announcement. Oh. That's
2: it's, it. <laughs> it's, it's an wow, that's, that was informative. <laughs> it's
1: like, hey guys, the doctors are leaving, but don't worry, we're working on the Inquisition, and we're already talking about how we're going to expand the Mass Tech series further. Yep.
0: Uh,
3: what but else baby, they say? Maybe that was something they didn't want to hear.
0: They're also working on a new game set in a fictional universe and all new gaming technology.
1: And I mean, I think the thing that people forget is, honestly, these guys quit six months ago. That's when they gave their notice. I mean, they quit in like yeah? April. How do you know? Because their letters say so, because that was part of their contract, and that wasn't a subtle point that was ever hidden. It was like, if they're going to leave, they have to give six months notice. So
0: basically, we didn't like the way that the older public went, we're done.
3: I wonder if the older public was like their last hurrah, like, this is going to go well, and then it went really bad, and they're like, no, we're just done with this.
0: Uh, Maybe, or maybe they just got sick during the development of it and made the decision then and decided to stick through the release.
3: You know? Hey, I don't know. If someone's going to me $300 million to spend an MMO, I'm going to see it through. <clears throat> and they did. so. But uh, yep. yeah. I, don't know. I mean, that, that's kind of, that, that's the blessing and the curse, right? You have to deal with EA. But at the same time, BioWare never survived if they had tried to make a $300 million MMO. So they got a chance to do something they had no chance to do otherwise. And now maybe they're realizing, well, maybe that wasn't so, you know, <laughs> cool as we thought.
0: Mm, Fair enough.
3: Or they really thought it would take off like the next WoW, and of course it didn't because nothing does.
0: Well, I know what does. Harvest Moon Games. That's right. Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life is now uh, available on PSN, and uh, that's a PS2 game, if you're wondering. And River King, a a A Wonderful Journey, also a PS2 game from Natsume, also available on PSN. So there you go. So yeah, get all in those, fact, right?
1: there's going to be, yeah, there's going to be, I think they're, I don't remember if they are ninety nine dollars or $9.99, but there's going to be a PSN game from Natsume every, every Tuesday this month, if I remember correctly. Awesome. So, yeah. I would
0: hope you would remember correctly.
1: Well, it's a matter of if Sony sticks to the dates. Mm, okay. There are times when stuff gets shuffled, or no. times where a company gets told one thing and Sony decides on another and doesn't tell the company like Final Fantasy which Final Fantasy was like announced and delayed and announced and delayed and announced and delayed on the PSN no no No. on the PSN
3: well they announced
1: tactics no
3: no I have no
0: idea what you're talking about I don't think that happened. there
3: was a yeah there oh wasn't it didn't they no that was actually Square's fault i thought it was 7 but no what did they do there was something where sony's like oh it's going to be this week or next week or the week after whenever we get around to letting <laughs> it release we get around to doing it
1: <laughs> yeah and it was Spot, Square Enix announced it and sony was like uh no guys and then sony announced oh it's it was
0: final fantasy 5
1: yeah and right, then sony right. announced it and was like no 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 actually never mind and then yeah like a month later it finally came out
3: <laughs> nice
0: yeah. So, like, I mean
1: it, that do, that does the, happen.
3: It was nothing but a schedule conflict. They're just like we don't want this coming out with these these games. Mhm. And they just kind of forgot to tell Square at the same time. Yeah.
0: Okay. So. So anyways. let me excite you. <gasps> Marvelous Entertainment has announced two RPGs for the Vita at TGS because it's TGS. Let's get into some TGS news. The first, Oboro Muramasa. You know the Wii game that was uh, side-scrolling from VanillaWare with the all the sword slashings—really fun. Going to be coming out for the Vita. Uh, no real details about it other than that it's coming. And then also exciting, right? The Hella Knights Three.
3: What the f?
0: Yeah, nobody. Why is that game getting a sequel? <laughs>
3: Why does that game
1: Yay. continue to even?
0: Are you liking it's... it, Anna? No. It, I mean,
1: f- for all the flack that RB Gamer gives it, it sells really well. Does it? sells yeah.
3: so Well, who likes it? I tried to play it; it was awful. I don't know. Wow! If you like it, please tell us on the boards. Tell us imagine. why. Oh. Yeah. Tell
0: us why Valhalla Knights is good. All Getting right. How the about selling point? How about God Eater Two? Eh. Uh, Namco and Bandai announced that that, or in Japan, it's known as Bandai Namco. Uh, they announced <gasps> that God Eater 2 is going to be coming, and it'll be coming to the PlayStation Vita. Uh, we yeah. have no word on a Western release, but God Eater's burst was localized, so it could happen. And this is like uh, Namco Bandai's, or excuse me, Bandai Namco, uh, their version of, Namco. of a Monster Hunter game. I really should try it, see if it like fixes the issues with Monster Hunter. Maybe I can be into one of these games that's somehow less
3: <laughs> awful. Or you'll just play WoW.
0: Or not awful. Awful's the wrong word. Lo- less difficult to get into. Yeah, or I'll just play WoW and and wait for Monster Hunter Ultimate to come out here in May. March, rather.
3: One of those times. And just play that.
0: No, it's Wii U?
3: Probably. Yeah, Wii U. Yep. Well, you got told you have to buy one, so it's all good.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta play LEGO City Undercover somehow. (laughs) Yay!
3: It's not coming out like PC or anything? What, LEGO City Undercover? Oh, no, I'm saying LEGO City Universe or something. Never mind.
0: No, Undercover. All right. Also, uh, out of TGS, Yakuza 5 is coming. And we got a five way story split in that game. So, five different people. Oh, my gosh. Uh, different protagonists. And uh,
3: it's. Has anybody really been into that series that's on the podcast right now? I mean, I don't know Sam loves it. but...
0: Yeah, Manny gave up on it. So, Sam's all that's left at the site. I got, I own all of them and haven't played any yet.
3: <laughs> just haven't really. I've, been, to it I've now.
0: been. Yeah, I have, just haven't gotten into it. I, I, I haven't tried. I want to. I really want to. Because it sounds like a series I'd like. So I hope I'm not wrong. And I probably will hold off on buying five until I know. The problem with the Yakuza games is I don't want them going out of print and becoming hard to buy. But maybe I shouldn't worry about that. Oh, well. Dragon Quest X also has news out of TGS. And that news is that they were showing it. (laughs) And they did a little interview session on it. And, you know, talking about uh, rising the level cap and stuff for the game, which is already out in Japan. Uh, Important thing to know. Um, they're showing the Wii U version, so everything looks more pretty now.
3: And uh, Yeah, did you actually read the people who talked about and no. like, were interviewed and stuff about the Wii U version, how it was supposed to be more pretty? Yeah. They're like, yeah, there's more shadows. <laughs> I'm like, wow, great. Well, hopefully the resolution's also higher. Well, yeah, you'd hope so. The other but, thing I to mean, know is you can play a... the
0: whole game on the gamepad.
3: See... Do I need my TV then at all, or can like my wife no. watch something?
0: Exactly, <laughs> that's the point.
3: Because if I can do that, then I can play Dragon Quest Ten all the time. Assuming we ever see it, which I am assuming
0: even heard. you buy DQ Ten, and yeah, assuming it gets localized. Because this is the Dragon Quest that hasn't been announced for localization yet. Even now that we have Wii U timing, he thinks Greenix be like, "Yeah, we're going to do that. No commission, no commitment."
3: Well, you know, they said they were going to do. Um...
0: Maybe Nintendo's thinking
3: about publishing it, and that's what's taking a while. Because that always delays well, Dragon Nintendo... Quest announcements. Controls Dragon Quest here, don't they?
2: No. I
0: mean, well, they not all to... of them. They didn't do all of the remakes, for example, but they tend to oh, do no. all the new releases, yeah.
3: They did nine. They did Joker two. They did, well, they uh, don't. They did... Well, by did, I mean they publish it. Obviously, they still let Square Enix do the translations.
0: I mean, they didn't do eight, obviously. That was on PS2, so it's not that all the series is owned by them here, but who knows what well, sort say, of deal they have.
3: Well, I said control, but yeah. yeah. If you notice, there hasn't been a Dragon Quest on a non-Nintendo system since eight. So,
0: I have noticed that. That's interesting.
3: Well, remember, uh, Hori said he always wants the system that's the most popular. So it's coming out on 360. Yeah, in Japan.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So. All right. Well, so uh, that's Nintendo right. stuff. Also, Nisa had a, an event there. And they were talking about uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia Victory coming out over here.
3: Uh, Who buys that, is, that game too? Who buys Hyperdimension, uh, Hyper, whatever, HyperNeptune Dimension Stupid? I can't even say it anymore.
0: I mean, that's the third game, right?
3: Yes. And the first one was like, what? And the second one was like, are you kidding? This one, they're going to the 80s.
0: <sighs> so a new dimension.
3: Um. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. Why do you play these games too? Someone tell me that.
0: They also showed off Generations of Chaos Pandora's Reflections, which coming out spring of 2013 is a PSN exclusive. No word on a U.S. release there, I don't think. Right? Yeah.
3: Um, I don't think so.
0: I don't think that's the U.S. date. It's not clear here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, That's Generations of Chaos 6, apparently, which originally we were planning to have out uh, mid-year this year. So uh, maybe that is coming. Oh, so maybe it already came out there. Yeah, it came out in Japan already, so that is the U.S. date, spring 2013.
3: PSN exclusive, that's good. Who announces what? I'm trying to figure out who announces. Um, <coughs> US releases at TGS.
0: Uh, Nisa at their party.
3: and Europe, I- I've apparently. done this.
0: I've done this. I went to the Nisa party when I went to TGS, and that yes, they talk about what's happening in the other territories there as well as um, stuff. Capcom. Yeah.
1: Capcom revealed a bunch of high. stuff, like Ace Attorney Five. And they confirmed that it was coming to um, North America and Europe, actually.
0: And there's going to be some sort of Neptunia app for the iPhone coming with, like, camera and alarm clock type stuff in it. Um, Because you need more. Yeah, because you need that. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, I'm trying to figure out the nice way to say that art style doesn't quite offend me, but it's pretty close.
0: Uh, and that they're works. talking about Atelier Aisha <laughs> games. Uh, that We had talked to Jack Nita. Now that Gust is owned by K- Koei Tecmo, they're doing most of the publishing for Atelier stuff out- overseas. Um, but apparently mm-hmm. Nisa is still going to be involved in the translation and localization of Aisha and uh, other well, games that come out of Japan. So I don't know how that's happening.
3: Koei and Nisa have always worked together. Well, they're going to keep working together then. I mean, like if you look at their booths, they're usually split with them. They have a relationship.
0: Not this year at E3, but yeah, other years, yes. I wasn't there. No, because they didn't...
1: What did they have to show at E3? Pokemon
0: Conquest. <laughs> it's a, yeah. I think that took The, the station spot. that
1: would normally have been Nisa was Pokemon Conquest. But at the same time, what did Nisa have to show this year?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, Mugen Souls and stuff, right?
1: Yeah, but that's so niche. Like all their stuff? <laughs> I mean, this is niche upon niche, Chris.
0: All right. Let's see. Oh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Mike, what did we hear about Final Fantasy Fourteen this week? Okay, kind of bad news. So
3: I uh I did some research and they didn't actually announce this. Um I was like, hey, I signed up for fourteen. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna get ready for a Realm Reborn. I'm gonna get my character up, maybe get a couple of jobs, you know, be ready to go, right? And then they mentioned, well, we're not gonna charge anymore for this. And I'm like, that's kind of strange. Um I signed up. And they're like, if you've paid up to September 30th, you can play until the end of the game. And I'm like, whoa, hold on a second. So despite the fact that they've told us before that this is going to be a transition, this is going to be a swap over, it's not. They're going to end 14 um, when a Realm Reborn comes out. So they're basically, whatever you've done, it doesn't matter. If you've done the legacy stuff, that's pretty much the only thing that I've heard is going to carry over. So I thought that was kind of a big announcement that they kind of just brushed aside. Um, It does mean that if you sign up in the next week, you will get to play 14 until it does end for basically 5 bucks. So if you want to give that a try, because a lot of the the job systems, the quests, the things like that, those are going to stay because those have already been redone. What's going to revamp is the entire world.
0: Why do we have to pay $5? What's that for?
3: Well, you're going to do a prorate of the 15 for a week to make sure that you're paid through the 30th so you can continue for free.
0: I didn't know they did proration. Okay.
3: Uh, Yeah, it happened back, like, 2009. Um, They started realizing that charging for a full month to play three days was kind of making people angry. So, you know, if you want to do that, go right ahead. Uh, I'm going to stick with it since I already paid for it. Um, but I'm not near as enthused as I was because I'm not going to get anything out of it. I don't even think I can get Legacy now because they said you had 30, 90 days of paid and I ended up with, what, like 15 days? So I don't know if they're going to extend that yeah, through. you probably can't. Or I just got screwed because got screwed. <clears throat> they originally announced it as if you paid 90 days before it came out. They didn't mention that they would stop letting you pay at the end of September.
0: Yeah, that was to get you to subscribe back when they announced it.
3: <laughs> still, <clears throat> I think that's kind of a chintzy play. But it so is now what it is. nothing carries
0: over. You'll be starting fresh when the new 14 comes out this fall. Is it this fall still?
3: Actually, you noticed in the trailer, they've taken out the release day. Mm. They used to say November, and now they just say coming soon. So it may not be November. It may not be this year. Awesome. Um, I was hoping they were going to pull off what WoW did with Cataclysm and just change the world. But apparently they're just going to reboot the whole thing. So, a little bummed at that. But, maybe it'll be worth it. Maybe we'll just forget 14 ever happened. Hmm.
0: Well, here's a game we keep forgetting to talk about. Bravely Default Flying Fairy. And I think we mostly forget to talk about it because of its name. Uh, They showed a new video at uh, TGS. Did anybody watch it? Mm Mm-mm. So this is Hat Party Two, Final Fantasy Four Warriors are Light.
3: Oh right, right. Yeah.
0: And so this I... is uh this has a lot of CG in the trailer, and then you get to the to the screens, and oh, there's a 3DS 3D RPG, so it doesn't look as great as the CG, but that's okay. Um, it's kind of built like um, I mean, an evolution of kind of that Final Fantasy Three, Final Fantasy Four type style that we had on the first DS. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I mean, really, it's it's like you know, four warriors of light is what I should compare it to. Cause it's apparently it's a, it's a follow up to that. And I hopefully more complex and stuff. I mean, you can see the gameplay, you can see what you're running around game looks nice. Uh, it's got that old school menu based combat. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it'll be a, be a good thing, but really I don't know until somebody gets their hands on it. So
3: was it? It was just a video, right? They didn't actually have a playable or anything.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't seen an impression come in from, uh, from Michael who's over playing stuff there, but, uh,
3: yeah, but I mean, as good as Michael's doing, we could have checked other sites, but I didn't see anything. Okay. So, who knows? Maybe not really um, ready yet. Maybe. I would have thought they'd be a lot closer by now, but I could be wrong.
0: Yep. Uh, also announced Dragon's Dogma's getting an expansion. They call it an exciting and major expansion. So, <laughs> don't yeah. know if it's going to be DLC or a disk based expansion. Uh, it is going to be called Dark Arisen. Hopefully that name will be changed in the US because that makes no sense, but all right. It'll be out for both PS3 and 360 next year. And there will also be two free DLC updates to Dragon's Dogma that they also announced. One's a speed run mode that rewards players for clearing the game as fast as possible. And the other's a hard mode that increases the game's difficulty and opens up the possibility of acquiring better equipment.
2: Uh, Chris? Yeah. Just an FYI, the uh, player characters in uh, Dragon's Dogma are called Arisen.
0: Oh, okay. So we'll be... The name we'll does actually make sense. It. Okay, it makes sense then. All right. Yeah. I just thought so, you point that out. <laughs> I've been wanting to try out Darker uh, Dragon's Dogma, so I'm wondering if there'll be some sort of bundled pack that has, like, this plus the expansion, or has the expansion plus the base game and everything, and maybe I'll wait and get that. That'd be a good way to get into it later. <laughs> All right. Dragon's Dogma. Here's something people I- like. Kingdom Hearts. I, oh, go I was ahead. supposed
3: to get into that, right? Like you thought, like they would be a game I liked, or was it just because it's a dragon in it?
0: Um, I thought there was a chance of that. Watch some videos, and uh, apparently the game gets better when you get near the end. So, oh, so um, rewards you for you know seeing the crazy ending and stuff. So I don't know. Um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. More news on Kingdom Hearts. Um, still no Kingdom Hearts three. Announced this time was Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix. So it's a going to be released for the PS3 in Japan next year. We don't know if it'll come out here or not. HD versions of Kingdom Hearts Final Mix. That's uh, the, the kind of best version of the first game. Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories. That's a PS2 adaptation of the Game Boy Advance game. Um, but now it'll be HDified. And, H- and uh, HD cutscenes from Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. So I don't know what that means. It's just cutscenes, Though some things say it might be the full game. So we don't know which, <laughs> what that means. <laughs> Translation hard. So there could be three games, could be two games, plus a, a movie version of 358. I don't know. And that will get you ready to go play 2 on your PS2. <laughs> Yay.
2: Yeah. Which is a did shame, because like two? Two, no, 2 is the better game.
0: Oh, is it? All right.
2: I personally feel so.
0: Well, instead of playing the better game, you can be a better person, and you can contribute to Extra Life 2012. That's right. Extra Life. It's happening October 20th, one month away. We need your help to get our goal of 5,000. How close are we? Um. Oh. Somebody ruined my story. Oh, shoot. What? Somebody broke the uh, Extra Life story on on RPGamer. Gamer. Cause they didn't they didn't edit it oh they edited it the wrong way shoot I gotta go fix that later.
3: They this is so killing my page. mojo here.
0: Oh I'm sorry uh, I'm gonna fix that page. Hopefully you listener will never run into that. Um, we've got a we got a you know explanation and stuff on the site now. Go to RP Gamer. See a big button that says Extra Life. Click it. That'll point you to the PS Nation page where we have the raffle prizes and stuff being announced now. Uh, You can see what's uh, coming in for that. We got more prizes for that coming in all the time. Lots of digital codes this year, so no waiting for shipments. um, Except for some of the Sony stuff. Um, Cool. Like If you like that Sony cat, I know Glenn from PS Nation's got a bunch of those that Sony sent him. Like plush versions of that to, to give out. Yes,
3: Still, I can't quite follow how he contacts Sony Europe to get Japanese cats.
0: Isn't that funny? Yeah, I love it. Uh, that's just weird uh, so what awesome, is extra life weird. extra life is a 24-hour gaming marathon that you can uh, that people participate in to raise money to help heal kids all the money we raise goes to children's miracle network we never touch it your donation goes straight there and then to a local hospital that the gamer has chosen that they are sponsoring uh, my donations will go to gunderson lutheran gunderson lutheran right here in wisconsin sam martell is doing uh, sick kids other people doing other hospitals you can see on their gamer pages uh, if you go to the extra life article on our site Click through. There's going to be a link to our team page. You can see all the members of our team. Uh, you can also just go to extra-life.org slash team slash RPGamer. Get there that way. And donate to one of them. Any of the staff members, as well as Kazrico so far, um, I have I will have it arranged so that if you donate to any of them, you'll be in the drawing. To see the drawing stuff, that's over at PS Nation. Go check out their site. Um, they're helping do the drawing. We're getting some of the prizes, and we're doing our own stuff too. We're going to have live streams from us. We're going to have live streams from PlayStation Nation. we going to have live streams coming out of our ears um, on extra life day. And, uh, what, what else? Uh, you're, you we need you. We need your help. We want to get 5,000. We're not even close. We, we don't have much time. We got to get there and we need you to contribute. I'm really low on my gold goal. And, uh, I need some help people. Please donate to me, please. Uh, we've also got Michael Cunningham on there. Trent, uh, Sam, I'm trying to figure out who else is on there from our site. Sarah, uh, Magar, Anna Marie, yep, lots of people who need donations, donate to them, and let's see, I bet you can donate to my sister too, and she would, i could be able to get that, uh, for the drawing, it's kind of tricky if you don't donate to one of the staff members, because I need to get access to the donation list, so that's, that's the trick there, um, if you don't care about winning in the drawing, donate to whoever you feel like. They all need help, and it's all a good cause. Help these people reach their goals. You got a month. Pick someone. Pick me. Pick Sam. Pick Anna. Pick anybody. Pick someone on the team. Donate. Do a good thing. Contribute to Extra Life. Um, and then, when the game time comes around, you can play with us. If you're one of the people play- on our team, thank you. Keep raising your money. Get your goal done, and uh, look forward to your 24-hour gaming reward on October 20th, and then uh, sleeping in real late on the 21st. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's it. We got a we got a message thread up, posting that and uh yeah all right wow guys for a tgs show we ran through the content pretty quick
3: it's because everything was videos it's really hard to talk about videos
0: you're right it is and we weren't there and michael's kind of busy still being there i think so i don't know i hope he's not there but, yeah it's public days now isn't so it?
1: lots of impressions cool. up on the site go read them because he's played lots of games
0: yes thank you that's that's the important thing to know we got tons of impressions. Uh, there's only so much we can handle in audio form, so go read those impressions. And uh, he's gotten his hands on, including Fantasy Star Online 2, the iOS app. You can see what what's going on with that. We also I'm got reviews. already? Yeah, we got reviews for Torchlight 2, raw R A W, and Tales of the Abyss 3D. New on the site this week. Go read those, check them out, and see if you disagree. Post on the forum threads. Board.arpagamer.com is our message board. Leave us feedback there or email us at podcast.arpagamer.com. Send us a voicemail at 608-729-4098. Guys, that's our show. Anything to leave them with.
3: Play Torchlight like 2. Play Torch
0: Send like two.
1: Sam cookies. She had to review sand. a terrible game.
0: Oh, what did she review? Oh, raw. She... Raw? Oh, it's not good? Yeah, it's
1: like a one and a half out of five. I'm it's pleased like,
3: fucking give that
0: low. You
1: know, you know Rainbow Moon? and no. all the things you hate about it, Chris? Yeah? Take that experience and mix it with, like, Dungeon Hunter.
3: Ooh, that doesn't sound good. What <laughs> I miss, now that I was randomly thinking things? The Dungeon Maker game. That was fun.
0: Yeah, you well, no- there's, there's newer Dungeon Maker games out there.
3: We don't get them, do we?
0: I thought one came out in the past couple years on Steam.
3: Um... I don't think it was the same... I don't oh, know.
0: Okay. And
1: there was a PSP one not that long I ago. I know
0: there was one where you make dungeons. and Yeah. And then watch you people like die in them.
3: Yeah. Well, so, no, no, no. This is one where you made the dungeon, and then you went in and explored it. And then you went back, and you got some more stuff. And you built it out some more. And then you went out and explored it.
0: That sounds more like Dark Cloud or something. Eh, that I mean, was concept. one of the things
3: I liked about it, yeah. Except that was just diorama, and then you didn't actually build the actual dungeons. You only built the uh, the towns and you solve puzzles with them. This was more like, you built a dungeon, and then you went inside, and you, based on whatever you built, the monsters would be uh, populating it, and then you would come back out, and you're like, all right, well, I found these materials, so now I can build this part of the dungeon, but I'm gonna use this type of theme, and you come in, and oh, hey, look, that brought um, undead. So that was cool. And now I have these kind of materials. I'm going to put this. Oh, this brought more of a foresty thing to it. You know, you kind of just messed with it. Oh, okay. And you kept expanding your dungeon and getting harder and harder because as you got your dungeon became more valuable, more interesting monsters came in to explore it.
0: All right. So if you know what that game is, tell Michael in the feedback so he knows. Uh, I just until then. You, What? I thought it was just Dungeon Maker. Okay. Well, then tell Michael how I can find one similar to it.
3: Yes, find more of those.
0: More of those for him. All right, and with that, I think we're going to sign out. Thanks, everybody, and enjoy uh, you know sorting through all the TGS coverage, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone.
3: See you next week. Bye.